go. Yeah. Just waiting on the other one. Oh yeah, sucker. I'm gonna have you. So I haven't started it yet. Just to let you guys okay. know, I feel like the last two times you guys have been on, I've totally just like started without you guys and then just called you. Uh, as in like, oh, you're a calling guest. Good fun. Uh, but now, now we're gonna spice it up and and I'm gonna introduce you guys and do like the intro. And then you guys will start talking, so it'll be no wait time. Alrighty. Oh yeah. I'm gonna flex on you guys when Jordan gets in here too. Yeah, you're gonna flex? Yeah, because I got some whiskey sour with me. Uh, oh. And, and I know you can't drink because of your age. <laughs> and Jordan can't drink because he'll die. Broken. <laughs> so. Oh, that's funny. Also, I got the. I, I changed rooms. Oh, really? And I have a brand new setup. Yeah, so not only do I have, like, a recording, like, setup, I also have video setup, so I'm getting video right now, too. Dude, that's awesome. But here's the thing is the video is going to be just of me, so it's kind of gay. Hey, Jordan. Jordan. Hey. Sounds like he's strangling his phone. <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing? Hey, can you hear us? Doing good. Okay, he can hear it's us. It's choppy. It's real choppy, but I can't hear you. Ooh, Gross. Here, I'm going to try to get the yeah. phone closer to the microphone while it's on its charger so we don't have a mishap like we did last time. There we oh, go. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> the, I haven't watched it in a few weeks. Haven't watched what? Are we talking about Spider-Man? Oh, yeah, the, the Homecoming? Or yeah. No Way Home? Dude, I'm so off track with all the homes. I'm always saying the wrong name for that. So, Jordan, I, I was just telling Adrian, I haven't done the intro yet. Okay. Because normally I, like, do the intro, do my thing, and then I call you guys and edit out the wait time. But I'd rather just, like, you know, you know, have you here so we can just get into it. Um, also, Jordan, I wanted to flex on you and Adrian a little bit. Can I flex on you right now? So, yeah. here with me, I have a whiskey sour, and I wanted to brag, because I know Adrian's too young to drink, and you'll die if you do drink. So, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know. classically. <laughs> yummy. <laughs> I'm drinking a whiskey sour. But... So check this out. This is how I make a whiskey sour. And oh, you know what, guys, we need to patent this drink. So it's okay. so it's the official brain in a jar podcast drink. Okay. Uh, it's uh, margarita mix, like a shot of margarita mix, and then a okay. shot of Mountain Dew. And then I skip the whiskey. I'm totally just kidding. Um, I put whiskey in it, but I don't know if I put whiskey from like an unlabeled bottle, so it may be bourbon. <laughs> so we'll see. You should require all your guests that before they come on the show, they have to have prepared. Yeah. Drink it while talking. Oh yeah, and the Mountain Dew takes the edge off. Like if you don't like alcohol, you'll like this because it's Mountain Dew basically. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so you guys ready um, for me to give the intro? Yes. Okay. Just to be clear, we're talking about theories and stuff right now. Last time we talked about the way it made us feel. This time we're talking about theories. Okay. Okay. Cool beans. All right. I'm going to minimize my recording so I'm not staring at myself the whole time. 
Alright, so I'm gonna start. Alright, you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Welcome back to the Brains in a Jar podcast. We are back with our guests today. I'm your host, CJ Siegfried, and I'm so glad you're joining us here today. I have a booger hanging out of my nose. Oh my gosh. The first time I have video, dang it, dang it, rats. It got me again. Got me again. Damn it. But that's all right. This this evening, we have with us our official Brain in the Jar podcast drink. It is Mountain Dew. What is in this? Mountain Dew margarita mix and a little bit of whiskey, and uh, it's pretty good. It's a it's a take on the whiskey sour. <coughs> Yummy. Um. Anyways, we are here today, and we are at part two of our Spider-Man episode. Today with us, I have Jordan Zirkel and Adrian Sarti. Guys, Jordan first. Introduce yourself once again for the audience. Uh, Jordan Zirkel would like to think I know as much as CJ about Spider-Man, but would be wrong. Oh, that's sweet of you. That's very sweet of you. Adrian, you next? Uh, Adrian Sarti thinks she knows just as much as you two, but just acts like she does. There you go. Just insults us if you if we if we you know if we aren't. <laughs> Anyways, oh I've hit the microphone again. All right then, guys. So today we're gonna be finishing our second episode on Spider-Man: No Way Home. Months now after its release, yeah. um, which is okay because it gi- it gave us time to uh, marinate with it, to um, have a good little have a good little you know time to sit on it and think about our theories and. Our hopes for Spider-Man Four, um, and to rewatch it, <laughs> and to rewatch it, yes, of course, and pick up on things that we've missed. Uh, speaking of things that we've missed, um, what was something that you guys missed that you are glad you have seen now, or or have seen now, or whatever? Like missed watching it the first time, and then noticed it the second time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Adrian, go ahead, go first. No, if I could go first, because Jordan's seen it more recently than I have. I'm trying to remember any things that I didn't notice. I know a lot of things that other people can notice, but that's because they're not as nerdy as us. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was your... Um, okay, well, what, what was your favorite part, maybe, that you appreciated more on your second viewing? Dude, yeah, yeah, that one, that one always breaks my heart a lot, and those bastards put that in just for that, and a little bit of me hates them for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about what about you, Adrian? Um, I really appreciate like, like I always appreciate that scene when Daredevil shows up. Like, yeah. I don't know. I felt like the show Daredevil was so good, and when after a few years you think, oh. There's no chance he's probably going to come back. And the fact that they introduce him in Spider-Man again into the MCU, I really appreciate how they did that. Yeah, I think you were talking about, uh, you or Jordan were talking about on the last episode how Spider-Man was, I think it was Jordan, Spider-Man was, or, you know, Spider-Man really originally was the bringer of Daredevil, was Daredevil yeah. had his debut in the Spider-Man comics. Yeah. Really cool. Oh, yeah. It in the movie. 
Oh, oh, heck yeah, heck yeah. Okay then, so let's skip right to the juicy parts of this video. We've already talked about what we'd like about this movie. Let's talk about what we'd like to see in Spider-Man 4. Now, I have a little bit of a thing prepared. Not really, but I have a little bit of a thing prepared for you guys, what I think Spider-Man 4 should look like. Um, but I would like you guys to kind of maybe give me some, like, plot points, or not plot points inherently, just things you'd like to see in the next Spider-Man. for sure, like, to the Spider-Man universe the way it is, um, she and a couple of other characters, very specific characters I'd like to get in today, could really um, benefit this universe. Yeah, I feel like that's something, too, I kind of look forward to, is, like, now that he's kind of a, like, I do want to see him kind of, you know, being able to do everything in, like, on his own, because, like, he's so alone. Yeah. But there's the good, like, supporting characters in the comics that they could totally bring in or even more villains like doing new versions of villains instead of you know the typical goblins and stuff like that yeah. something totally new and totally different because this is the first time we've had a spider-man where he's like like completely alone absolutely so um i saw a theory that would be pretty fun so now we have daredevil we have wilson fisk again and now spider-man is all on his own really It'd be yeah. cool to see Spider-Man fighting Wilson Fisk with all the other characters like Daredevil, like the street heroes. Yeah, I thought about that too. Absolutely. Was it you that sent us that picture of him walking in with um, Daredevil and who who else? The Punisher? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm going to put that, if I make a video here, I'm going to put the, the picture here. But, heck yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. See, I think that um, to work on both of your guys's well, Adrian hasn't given ours yet, but to uh, expand on um, Jordan's, I think that even though, you know, Peter Parker is madly in love with MJ, he's getting older, and he is all alone, I think, you know, Black Cat would be the perfect character to kind of break that up. Someone to give, like, the audience, you know, someone to be like, oh, no, he's falling for that girl but he's supposed to be with this girl and then of course he's gonna end up with the other girl but like to sow some doubt i think black cat would be like the perfect little character to be like yeah. hey you know you're all yeah. alone and i'm all alone and you you fight crime and i am crime hey <laughs> he you know type of thing anyways adrian what would you like to see for spider-man for homeless like he's an adult he has to realize like 
the responsibility. He knows the responsibility and weight of being Spider-Man now, and just being able to see him like handle that all on his own and like show how hard it is to actually be Spider-Man. Absolutely, and I think like you know we've had enough of Peter Parker in high school. Like, yeah. I feel like the other movies gave us nothing. They gave us, like, half of a movie and then a full movie of him in high school. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, and now we, we, you know, get three whole movies of him in high school, and that was great, but it's time to move on. Like, if he didn't graduate high school in this one, I feel like we all would have been like, okay, come on, like, you know, we get it. You know, they're going to yeah. do four movies for you know, years of high school, we totally understand. But at the same time, I think that that would be a valuable uh, asset to him being an adult finally and being out of high school and trying to move into college, I think is a really cool, important uh, step for him to take. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so for my, okay, my thing, because I definitely didn't tell you guys I was going to have a plan. And, you know, so you guys just were, like, shooting out the hip. I'm definitely not doing that. Wink, wink. But basically, I'm excited, and I want to see what I would like to see, really like to see, is, is you know, less of a collection of characters. And, like, you know, Jordan was – Adrian, I think – Jordan or Adrian was just talking about uh, just seeing some wild characters be put in there. Less of, like, the goblins and the Doc Ock's. I don't know. Yeah. But either way, whichever one of you said it, none of you spoke up, so I guess I'll, I'll claim it. Adrian. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing is, like, Tom Holland Spider-Man does a great job. Like, Mysterio, you know, we, we haven't seen him yet. Uh, uh, the Vulture, we haven't seen him yet. I'm excited to see more of those characters. And I'm excited yeah. to see, like, more out there Spider-Man characters. And even with them doing the other movies, like Morbius and Venom, it really, like, gives you this, like, ooh, I would like to see Spider-Man fight a vampire for some reason. That'd be fun. Um, so basically, my, my whole thing of saying that is, number one thing I'd like to see is I would like to see Spider-Man go up against, you know, someone someone out there, someone ridiculous, someone that Spider-Man isn't often fight. Like, what's the glue man's name? I literally think his name is glue man. Like, I would love to see... Huh? Huh? Mr. Negative Man. Uh, not... Uh, the guy that shoots glue out of guns? Oh, glue. I thought you said glue. No. No, no. N no. The glue man. No. Glue man. Uh, 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 look up the first episode of Ultimate Spider-Man. He's like the, the character that's in there. Uh, I wish they wouldn't have done Taskmaster in Black Widow, so you could do it in Spider-Man. Yeah, I honestly agree with that. Wasted, but okay, okay, fine. I mean, how else are they going to do Taskmaster? Um, Taskmaster, uh, I would have liked to see Scorpion. Like, he's already been set up and introduced. He's kind of primed and ready. Uh, we've never seen him in a Spider-Man movie before. I'd love to see Scorpion come in and, and be a bad guy. And also to see Scorpion is more of like the way that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has set, in, has, uh, set him up. He's more set up to be a street-level criminal. He's more set up to be, you know, one of these, you know, guys that Daredevil would fight, that uh, the Punisher would fight. So I'm excited to see, like, that kind of avenue maybe be explored. Um, but all in all, they, they should keep doing 
they should keep doing what they're doing. Obviously, you know what I mean. Like they're doing it right. If it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, pretty, say again. I'm pretty sure the one you're talking about, his name I looked up is Traster. There it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like the pocket polka dot man of the uh, yeah, Marvel universe. Yeah, universe. Exactly. Oh yeah. Absolutely, and I think like that would be a truly good way to shell shock MCU's Peter Parker, Definitely. and like he's been with this godlike ideal. And Jordan, I'm glad you said that because I was on my way to the Punisher. This gorgeous ideal of superheroism, right? He fights purple aliens in space. He fights with Guardians of the Galaxy. He's you know, bitch, you've been to space. He's yeah. you know, he's he's done all these like idealistic superhero things that I think every superhero would be striving towards. It's mm -hmm. time to kind of give him this, like, other side of vigilantism where it's like... Yeah, this, like, wake-up call of, like, oh, we, we just... We kill people. Like, yeah, you've killed people before. But, like, we blow their heads clean off and then we, you know, teabag the body. Like, <laughs> I want to see him kind of have this shell shock moment of meeting the Punisher... Or, and like coming in contact with the Punisher and not knowing what to do with him and like grappling with that morality and that and would, huh? that would definitely be something like a good way to like the Punisher would be the perfect character to like shock him especially because him and Daredevil are kind of the same thing of you know they don't really they don't really kill yeah yeah and like the uh like, I'm so glad they did it. The Daredevil um, tie him to a brick brick chimney and say, well, you got to shoot me or I'm going to murk all these guys. And these guys are bad guys. You know, like, like I love that they did that in the show, that they did straight from the comics. I'd love to see them also do some, like, Spider-Man straight from the comics Punisher stuff where it's like it draws Peter further from the life that he had. And I think that'd be valuable to get more into Spider-Man. It's like, yeah, he's no longer this Avenger. He's this, uh, you know, Punisher. And I'd love exactly. to see that. Yeah, like, Punisher would definitely give him, like, a switcheroo because just like what he did with Daredevil, that big talk up on the, on the rooftop, basically he's saying, you send people to jail, they just get out, they're doing the same exact thing that they were doing when you put them in there. And me, when I get them, I kill them, they stay down, they don't get back up, they don't do crime. Absolutely. It might be an eye-opener for Peter, like, what the heck? Absolutely, and especially considering, like, the stark contrast that would be from the lesson he just learned in the last movie. And I'm just saying, that would be an amazing story arc to put Peter through as where he, at the same time, overcomes it. And also, like, doesn't fall into, like, well, I'll just murk people like the Punisher where he's he's able to stand above and still be like, well, you know what? You're the Punisher. You do bad stuff, but I'm Spider-Man. And what yeah. a part of being Spider-Man is being the best I can be and being a good person. And, you know, having kind of like a mutual respect about that would be really interesting. It would also be really cool to just see the Punisher fight Spider-Man in this universe. Yeah. yeah. That would be a blast. And I think also, like, kind of like the first three movies were like, him learning 
some, like how to become someone. I think it would be nice for the next one. It's like he already is that someone, and it's him struggling to maintain, like to basically keep his morals or keep his yeah what he's earned. And that would be really interesting to see is if the symbiote found him in the next movie and made that and made that ten times that decision ten times more difficult. Harder. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, anyways, basically, that's what I would like to see for the next Spider-Man movie. Um, for the next Spider-Man trilogy, I'm not even going to put that on you guys unless you want to tackle that. Um, because mainly, I don't, I don't got the heart to do that. Uh, but what else? What other theories? I know Jordan had some really good theories about what should happen, what's going to happen next. Uh, and we can also, at this time, get into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I'd like to get into that a little bit. Okay. Uh, well, there's been a lot of theories about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's basically pretty much confirmed for Toby to come back in that one, and that's going to be pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, the different list of characters that are rumored, like Reed Richards, which is John Krasinski, possibly uh, trying to get Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, uh, Professor Xavier, just all this random cameos that would be amazing. Not even cameos, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. would be a big part of the story. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get into that a little bit. So, what do you guys know about the Illuminati? <laughs> uh, I've heard about them, ha mainly in one Spider-Man comic, but I know nothing about them. Okay, so, other than the fact that, you know, the Illuminati is a group that supposedly controls the world, if you're into Nazi zombies, they're kind of the uh, uh, knuckleheads of the universe, you know, the usual. The usual super evil bad guy is the Illuminati. Well, in the Marvel comic books, the Illuminati is a group of multiverse, well, not multiverse, uh, but a group of all of the leaders superheroes. Like, all the, the leaders of each superhero group create their own group called the Illuminati. It is compiled of Dr. Xavier, Professor X, Iron Man, uh, uh, Reed Richards, and a couple of other ones I don't even want to name, Doctor Strange is sometimes included. So, to see a multiverse Illuminati, uh, yeah. and compiled of, now I've heard the John Kraskinski Fantastic Four Reed Richards, but I've also heard of What's-His-Nuts coming back to reprise his role as Reed Richards. What's his name? Yeah, the Chris Evans, Johnny Torch, the Human Torch, yeah, uh, universe version of Reed Richards, right? Yeah. So basically, him coming back, reprising the role of that, and uh, um, what is the guy? Dang it, he oh, Mission Impossible. Have I forgot? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise's Iron Man variant and coming back as what is his name? Oh, I, all the Marvel fans are going to be like, you idiot! You run a podcast? Um, What's the character? What's the character? Uh, but the white Iron Man. He's Iron Man, but he wears a completely white suit. Oh, shoot. Oh. Yeah. I just heard his name. Um, Isn't it? Uh, no, hold on. It's just Iron Man, but like the pale Iron Man or something. Yeah, and he's like white and kind of bluish. Yeah, and he's like got the nanotech suit. So basically, him coming on 
as you know the the leader, and then also the variant, evil variant of Doctor Strange that was redeemed in the What If universe coming back, and all of those guys, including you know Wolverine and and some of their more like husky bodyguard type guys, to protect and fight with the team, like those guys coming through. I just I love that idea. Like I truly love that idea. And we're going too far into the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness segment, but we're going to do it because that would be a blast to see. And then also see Tobey Maguire Spider-Man kind of join in with that group and X-Men Wolverine, uh, maybe even a Deadpool cameo. You never know. <laughs> Technically, he's in the MCU, is all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wonder, I wonder how they'll, like, approach all this, because all of these are very, like, if they do all these characters, like, it would be very, they're very bold characters, you know, like with the Spider-Man ones, and the Endgame, the characters were only for, like, a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. And the Spider-Man was Spider-Man. But, like, all these characters are, like, Exactly. Yeah. So, like, what what can they do to make things horribly right? And in the context of Spider-Man, how do we then tie that into Spider-Man in a better way? Uh, yeah. That that promotes a better Spider-Man. I'd also like to get into this, and, and let's let this be the, our last bit. Uh, spoilers for Hawkeye. Whoever hasn't watched the show. Uh, don't go watch this show. Keep watching my show. Screw off, Disney. Yes, screw Hawkeye. Don't watch the show. Just, just, yeah, make things right in your heart right now and be like, I don't need to watch it. I need to watch this. So, so I'm glad you made that decision, everybody who's still watching. Everybody who clicked off, go suck a cow, you savage. Anyways, anyways, anyways. So, final bit. Is Kingpin dead? Will he come back in Spider-Man 4? Definitely not dead. No. No way he's not dead. Especially the rule of movies, just the rule of film in general. If you don't actually see them die, they're not dead. Yeah. Did she blow his brains out? No. No. Adrian, what were you saying? I was going to say, and in Marvel, even when you see them die, they're still not dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Understand the context of the character. Last time we saw him was in Daredevil, and Daredevil whipped him so hard that his lady was crying over him, and he, and he proceeded to whoop him, whooped him so hard he showed him his face in the ultimate flex, and was like, dude, do it, or else I'll whoop your lady friend legally. And, and basically, you know, like, sent him to prison to never be seen again. That's the last time we saw him. And then we see him again, and it's like, yay! And they're like, yeah, screw you, bang! And and yeah. what we need to realize is this guy has come back from way worse. I mean, I saw him crunch a poor man's little head in a door. Yeah. We've seen him... What else has he done? Um, the, the crushing a man's head is pretty good. That's like, yeah, that's the most iconic, you know. I don't think I need to come up with any more examples. Uh, yeah. All I'm saying is, is Loki couldn't do that. Loki wouldn't have the stomach. No. 
the yeah. the goal. Uh, Fisk is definitely he's an icon. He's the villain. Like, and what I liked about, I mean, it was cool, I guess, to see him like look like his comic book character. But he was like him in Daredevil is just it's peak. Like that is the oh, yeah. evil villain man. Like, and seeing him in in Hawkeye, it like it's just. Yeah. I don't know, it's like, why even... It, it, took, it took three seasons of just Fisk being the main Hawkeye and Daredevil, whose, like, senses are greater than Spider-Man's, couldn't even beat him. Exactly. Kate Bishop, a teenager, can snap her yeah. fingers and a coin can blow up her arrows and just defeat Wilson yeah. Fisk. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, I think... To, to go on a little tirade, Kate Bishop as a character I think was really good. As as a person, I really cringed to see her interact with any other character other than Hawkeye. Yeah. I always felt like, oh man, I really like this actress and I really like this character, but why does she look so awkward and why is she so abrasive? Like in every other scene, she is so nice to like watch. And why is he? Uh-huh. She's all so angry all of a sudden. I feel like you know. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and then to have her like beat Fisk, I like that he threw her around, and I like that you know he he you know got tased or whatever this crap happened. All I'm saying is is like you know, uh, like Jordan said, I don't think it was or what Jordan was leaning onto. Like I don't think it was really earned. Not in the way that it should have been. Maybe if she, like, sacrificed herself, like, she was like, I'm gonna blow up this arrow right in me and his face to, like, stop this. And, like, it was, like, not as devastating as she thought. Like, maybe that would be really interesting to see her as, like, a character develop and, like, her be like, guess what? It's activated. The explosive arrow. Bang! And, you know, now you have that character arc where she's willing to do what it really means to be a superhero and sacrifice. Instead, you kind of have, like, this, like, she sold out her mom, mm-hmm. and that left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I get it, sacrifice, yeah, but, but like, yeah. that's your mom, and it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. Like, you didn't want to, like, be like, hey, I'm going to call the cops on you, but, like, I'm going to give it till New Year's. Yeah. Calling the cops on your family is a New Year event. Yeah, that's not a Christmas thing, man. Yeah, it was, like, I'm not even gonna lie, it was hard for me to see. Like, I just finished the Hawkeye series this weekend, because I was, like, dreading watching it, because I just knew. It just, I don't know, it's like, like, the Fisk thing. Like, he was in all those seasons of Daredevil, and his character built and built in this one. And in Hawkeye, it seems like they just were like, oh, let's throw Fisk in for fun, and then kill him off quote unquote yeah like why why even do it why even do it it's kind of like what's going on with Boba Fett right now you know the show's about Boba Fett but there's no Boba Fett yeah it's supposed to be about Hawkeye there's a Hawkeye yeah yeah Yeah. exactly And, and the fact that like this girl learns things from like schools and classes and she's like just as good as Hawkeye I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah. No way. And I think, like, like you were saying, <laughs> like we were talking about, I got a bubble in my throat. Like, we were talking about, like, it, it is very unearned. 
And I feel like you could have made Kate Bishop earn it. You know what I mean? Like, she was so primed and ready to, like, at the end of it, be like, you know, I'm ready to train with you. And technically she does. I know she's, like, a part of his family. And I guess, like, I don't know. Is she living in their house? That's weird. Like, I don't know. But either way, I feel like, you know, it. I would have really liked her to see her get better instead of her yeah. just being good. And one thing, like, you know, it just seemed like a, a story, like a quick little story they made. What I would have preferred from the Hawkeye show, honestly, is a show about him being Ronan. That would have been incredible. Yeah, and that would have been, like, I don't mean to be that guy, but if you were going to then take any character from the Daredevil saga and put it in with him, then you could have taken the Punisher and put it in with the Ronin and had this little be like, well, we have a mutual arrangement where we're going to kill people, a lot of them, for no reason other than that, you know, they were criminals and Thanos snapped everybody. Yeah, so we're going to do that for five years. And I would that would have been a good show, Adrian. I didn't even think about that. That's good. That's good. So I don't know if this would have been like too much to put in the Hawkeye show. It would have been cool if um, it's kind of sad too. In the comics, he goes blind. Yeah. He learns from Daredevil how to hear things, and he starts killing people with his arrows by just hearing things. Yeah. Yeah. But with that said, I do like the um, the deaf thing. Yeah. Because in the comics, he is deaf. Um, and I like the like the way they introduce it. Like throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it would have been like, oh, he's half deaf. If they would have told you that and then been like, yeah, he was born with that. It's Maybelline. He was born with the deafness. Yeah. Like, like it would have been like, oh, you guys just retcon that crap. But for them to be like, yeah, no, of course he's deaf. He's deaf. He's been you know next to exploding cities for the past like ten years. Of course yeah. he's stinking going deaf. Like, yeah. I like how they kind of, like, slap it across your face. And that was, I don't know, there's things to like about that show. There are definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, I liked the scenes whenever Hawkeye would do something. Like, he was pretty great in the show. Yeah. It was just, you know, there's just a lot to nitpick about. And people get mad, like, when, when Marvel fans do nitpick. Like, I get it. But I'm like, I, I see what they're capable of, and they know what the fans... They, it's been 10 years, they know what the fans like. Yeah. That, like, whenever they try something new, it's like, but why? Like, you know what works. Yeah. You should stick to that. Yeah. And here's the other thing is, like, I think they're trying to adjust for newer generations, and I totally but, get that. But at the same time, I think they also feel like they've, for a corporation, which is wild for a corporation to, like, have this type of you know, realization is like mm-hmm. you can only beat a dead horse so much. But what yeah. they what they also don't realize is somehow, uh, you know, Marvel has some sort of weird backbone. You know, what they also don't realize is like the corporation, like Sola side of it. You should probably keep kicking that dead horse till it stops spitting out money. Yeah, and, exactly. And right now, that dead horse is kicking, like spit, spitting out a whole lot of money. Yeah. And I don't think them switching things up right now is like, yeah, but I I feel bad about kicking the horse. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to feel bad about kicking the horse. Now give me a good Hawkeye show and throw Daredevil in it next time, jackasses. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyways, fellas and lady, uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna sign off. There's a few things I have to say. Number one, 
I said somebody's name in my last podcast, the Ghostbusters episode, uh, and I got it wrong. Her name is Kyla. It's not Kayla. It's Kyla. She didn't let me forget. Uh, she told me afterwards. It's fine. I I, I got it. Okay. Uh, uh, but anyways, guys, that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say for tonight. Is there anything else you'd like to say to sign out, guys? Adrian, go ahead and go first. Oh, me go first? Put yeah. First. I want to put Adrian um, on the spot, yeah. Yeah, you really are putting me on the spot here. No, uh, I don't really got anything else to say about this podcast. Just that, you know, it's always fun being nerds with you guys because I feel like lots of people are saying, you know, it's dead after Endgame, but clearly the shows have lots of connect potential, even though some of them, you know, yeah. are dumpster fire times. <laughs> There you go, there you go. Also, plug your plug your business. Oh, yeah, I have a cookie business. I am the cookie rookies, and I make kind of fancy cookies. Check me out. <laughs> okay, plug the Instagram. You got to say the Instagram, Adrian. At the.cookie.rookie. Say it again. The. Yes. There you go. There you go. There you go. So check Adrian out at thecookierookies.com. Never mind. There's not a website. Just go to the stupid Instagram page. Uh, uh, Jordan, your turn. About what I'm excited about or what? No, about closing. Closing, what would you like to say? What would you like to address? What would you like to plug? Endless things. Endless things. Anyways, everybody, that's been the Brain in the Jar podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching if this becomes a video. If it doesn't, this will get edited out. Thank you so much. Have a great night and a wonderful weekend. And God loves you. Uh, Jordan also loves you. Goodbye. <laughs>